organizations used to have physical security and IT security. One was focused on making sure the doors were locked, as it were, and the other making sure networks, databases, and the like were secure. How quaint, right? Hi, I'm Scott Smith for ThinkCast, and today, security, especially cybersecurity, is a matter of business success across the enterprise. That's especially true across the supply chain, where there are more moving parts, literally and figuratively, to secure. Gartner Supply Chain Analyst Mark Atwood and Gartner Security Analyst Earl Perkins linked up to find out how organizations are doing with securing their supply chains and what they should be doing, which led to their research note, take an integrated approach to improve digital security for the supply chain. I'm here with Mark in Gartner's Boston office, and we've got Earl on the line from Alabama. Gentlemen, welcome. And Earl, let's start with you, as we've seen a steady rise in cyber attacks, and not just on the supply chain. But how equipped are we right now to handle these attacks? Well, I guess we need to take a close look at the question and the way you ask it. If we're talking about how we're equipped currently, uh, to handle them, then I think the history itself shows evidence that we're not. We're not equipped. If the question is really more, can we be equipped to handle them, then I think the answer is a bit more positive. I believe it is possible to handle a number of the uh, high-profile recent attacks that have occurred and to have mitigated their impact substantially. So then, is there something we should be doing differently to make us more secure? Absolutely. And I'm really glad you asked that because it gets into the topic of what I think of as the people-centric issues related to security. We talk a lot about technology, don't we? We spend quite a bit of time discussing what type of security technologies are available. But one of the things that is even more important than that is the culture, the organization, the process that builds a security mindset, a security culture, and allows you the ability to provide all of the people that are involved with different aspects of security a reason why it is important to them. You know, I think most of us understand that security is important, but Many of the people that work in organizations, they don't know how it's important to them. They only know they have a vague sense that it is important. And I think one of the shortcomings that we've had today in being able to address this is providing the people of our company, our customers, our citizens, our partners, including our supply chain partners, all of these providing them with a context as to why this is so important to us. Much of this has to do with risk and the idea of being able to manage risks that are facing organizations today. The idea of the cyber threat is an evolving risk. It changes, it morphs over time. Imagine if it were an illness of a person and the symptoms of that illness would change. Sometimes they would flare up, sometimes they would go down. But one way or another, you're never able to quite to cure the illness. You can treat it, but you can't cure it. That's how I view the cyber threat today. It's 
it's an illness that can't be cured, but its symptoms can be treated as long as we have a population, a people-centric approach and idea about why it's important, how it's important, and what needs to be done. Now, we can take a security discussion in any number of directions, but our primary focus for this conversation is the supply chain. So let's bring in Gartner Managing Vice President for Supply Chain Research, Mark Atwood, in here. And Mark, you say that the supply chain is, in fact, the top security risk right now. How so? Yeah. You know, in general, our research talks about physical and digital security being important. By physical, I mean more things like um, contingency planning, disaster recovery. The paper that we wrote really, though, dives deep into what we're calling digital security, which is sometimes also referred to as cybersecurity. And that actually was the number one worry, according to the research that we did. Many reasons for this, Scott, right? Complexity. So supply chains, they've always had to worry about IT risk and information risk, but now they have these new issues to contend with. Um, Things like product security, things like the Internet of Things and the security behind that, risk around operational technology, all these kind of new areas that present potential vulnerabilities. So that's one item. Um, Number two is really there's so many handoffs. I mean, as a product goes through what we call the value chain from raw material to, you know, end customer or end patient in the hospital, there's all sorts of internal handoffs, manufacturing to distribution, uh, inventory handoffs. But there's also external handoffs, right, from customers and suppliers, multi-tier relationships. So all of these are actually potential vulnerability points as you look at the end-to-end supply chain. And finally, you know, just visibility and awareness, right? This is playing out in the popular press. Before it was about things like, you know, retail, uh, point-of-sale failures. But now we're getting into things like, you know, product security failures, that denial-of-service attack that we saw kind of shut down the Internet for a while on the East Coast a few weeks back. That was traced back to actual product insecurity issues around toys and cameras. So that's the kind of thing that we're talking about as we look at digital security. So then what should we be looking at to assess how effective we really are at securing the supply chain? So companies have really traditionally been thinking about their IT risk and their information risk, but not so much on, um, you know, the protection of their product and their Internet of Things security. So this is a new area for people. As we've talked to people, we see, yep, plans in place on IT and information security, Uh, not so much on product and Internet of Things security, and that's a new area for people. One of the challenges is is the um, kind of keeping things close to the vest, as you said, but it's also the fact that we have evidence that the IT group or department is not really working closely right now with supply chain on this topic. So as we talk to IT people, as we talk to supply chain people, both sides are kind of saying, yeah, we know this is a big issue, but we're really, to tell you the truth, not completely joined on some of these more advanced and emerging areas. So that was really one of the main impetuses for the paper was to give both IT and supply chain kind of a language, a framework that they could use to understand this topic, because it is a very complex and fragmented topic, and that's what we were trying to do. 
And that way, not only can supply chain and IT collaborate on this, but now supply chain also has a framework or a model that they can go off and use with their suppliers and their customers. As I describe that end-to-end supply chain, that's also where we see some of those vulnerabilities creeping in is as you go through that extended network. There's another dimension to this, though, and this is what I think made the collaboration between Mark and I an exciting one for me because I look at supply chain management and I look at the tools, the techniques, the process, the history of supply chain, and I began to notice something very intriguing in that we could take supply chain principles, at least some of them, and apply it to an innovation that has been occurring in information technology now for for years that many people would say, I don't see the connection. And that's in the cloud. I've noticed as cloud services have evolved over the years that there are more of them, that some clouds depend upon other clouds to be able to complete the service or to constitute the service that is delivered to the customer, that there are supply and demand issues within cloud environments, just like there are in you know, physical logistical supply chains. So we begin to think, Mark and I both begin to think, well, what other analogies can be used from the supply chain arena to be able to apply to cloud security so that we might be able to better handle the movement into cloud services in a major way. You know, immediately we we thought of the concept of the supply chain manager, and I look at the way clouds have evolved and changed in enterprises, and I say, well, it's similar to maybe the portfolio manager, the vendor manager, where it's the vendor in this case is a cloud service that's delivered by service providers. You end up with principles that have overlapping possibilities, and that was intriguing to me and interesting to me. But I'd like to bring it back to the other point, the other reason why Mark and I talked about this as well, and the reason why I believe it's important that supply chain managers look at this. Supply chain management has also consumed a lot of new digital technologies to get their job done. Some of those digital technologies are cloud services as well. So you see how all of this begins to be an intricate dance that is interleaving, overlapping, and so the complexity begins to rise as to whether or not we can apply the principles of digital security across the supply chain properly. I want to quickly right now let listeners know that Earl has a great webinar out on the top cybersecurity trends for 2017-2018. You can find that at Gartner.com slash webinars. But this discussion really sounds like a two-way street where IT and the supply chain can help and teach each other how to create better security. So, Mark, what steps should we be taking now? 
you know, not to be too simplistic about it, but we really want people to adopt the framework and the language that we put forward in this paper. Um, there was a lot of collaboration between the IT side of Gartner and the supply chain side of Gartner to produce this paper. Obviously, um, the IT side of Gartner has been writing and thinking about information security for a long time, and they've got fantastic models and frameworks. So what we basically did in this paper is kind of took that kind of core digital security model and adapted that and applied it to the supply chain. We added the piece about product security because, again, a traditional IT security person hasn't really been thinking about product security. So number one, start with that framework. Use that language as people start to go forward to kind of give them a roadmap in this highly complex and fragmented discussion. Number two, get with IT now. Start to collaborate, start to address this. Use this framework together because, again, the evidence that we have is already telling us that we're behind there. There may be pockets of IT and supply chain that are working together, but in terms of kind of, um, you know, a consistent governance and how to deal with the digital security threat, we're not there. So we want to drive that collaboration. And thirdly, you know, it's almost like um, uh, a discussion that we saw with supplier risk management. Focus on what's closest to you, what's most immediate to you in your supply chain. Start with your most important customers going downstream, your most important suppliers going back, and really understand from an IT product, IoT security standpoint, using the terminology, where are you potentially exposed? And then once you've got that core, then you can think about extending further downstream and further upstream as you worry about the full extent of your risk. And Earl, let me have you build off that. What should IT security professionals in particular be doing to improve security in the supply chain? I believe that we shouldn't be making a distinction, just like we shouldn't be making a distinction about whether or not I have a supply chain part of my organization or not. You know, it just is part of the organization. It's part of the way I do business. It's part of the process. It has outputs that I consume to deliver effective business. I want to achieve a level of awareness among our clients that We can do the same thing with security. We can look at it as a resilience model. What I would like to achieve is if I take a supply chain and I'm able to make the supply chain more resilient, in other words, able to adapt to rapid change, able to recover from abrupt change, able to protect itself, able to ensure safety and reliability, agile, all of these characteristics, then I want my security program for it and the security program as a whole, for that matter, to exhibit the same characteristics. We need to reach a point where we stop thinking about digital security as a tax or an overhead or a necessary evil or a requirement for us to be able to meet compliance regulation or to be able to achieve some kind of basic efficiency. Instead, I want the resilience itself to become a differentiator. Now, to be able to achieve that, though, you have to reach a level of maturity relative to how we we use risk 
to calculate the priorities, to determine the priorities of what we should do in the infrastructure and in our process and in our organization, number one. Number two, just like we have a supply chain, because we can't build it all ourselves or we can't ride it all ourselves or do it all ourselves, we're also going to see that it happen to digital security. Just like you have cloud services, you'll have cloud security services. So now you run into an area where you have to say, am I going to be mature enough to be able to assemble a portfolio of security services and manage them in the same way I might have managed an on-premise group, manage them so effectively that you won't even know they're there, number one. Number two, the trust mechanism that I have established among all of the different contracts for those security services are such that I'm able to provide the level of resilience that I'm looking for and the responsiveness that I'm trying to achieve. You see, those are the goals. Those are the aims to which I think many companies should strive. Earl, thank you. Earl Perkins is a vice president for security research at Gartner, where Mark Atwood is a managing vice president for supply chain research. Together, they're the authors of the research note, take an integrated approach to improve digital security for the supply chain. Again, I recommend Earl's webinar on cybersecurity trends for 2017-2018, which you'll find at Gartner.com slash webinars. Also, don't miss the ThinkCast discussion with Mark on the latest supply chain top 25 findings and lessons. That's over at Gartner.com slash podcasts. You can subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And when there, give us a rating to let us know that you're listening. Thank you again to Earl Perkins and Mark Atwood. I'm Scott Smith. Thank you for listening.